welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 263 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, how to lose weight and love your life. That's what we're all about here. I'm Siobhan Key, and I'm super happy that you're here. If you haven't met me, I am a family physician, an obesity medicine physician, and I coach physicians on not only how to lose weight, but how to thrive in their weight loss. And that's what this podcast is also about. I think we set the bar too low especially when we're trying to work on weight and eating in the midst of super packed schedules like we do. We should not be just trying to stick to a diet and feeling restricted and not really liking it. We need to change how we approach our eating and weight for us to be successful in it. And not only successful, but be able to maintain it long term. And that's what I share on this podcast. And if you want extra help, if you want more direct support while you're doing this in your own life, that's where I offer Thrive Academy for Physicians, which is a six-month coaching program where I walk you through all of this stuff step-by-step. You don't have to do it alone. You've got my direct support. You can ask me questions. You don't have to figure it out when you're struggling. You come to me and you say, hey, Siobhan, this is going on. And I say, no problem. I gotcha. I've got lots of ideas about what we can do about that. Imagine the relief of that. It's what I love to do. It's honestly my biggest passion is helping you as a physician feel better about your eating, feel more in control around food, and be able to reach your goals in ways that you never thought possible. So if you are interested in learning more about Thrive Academy for Physicians, head over to start2thrive.ca. That's start numeral 2 thriveca to learn more. Have you followed me on Instagram yet? Open up your Instagram app, search for me at Dr. Siobhan Key, that's D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y, and hit that follow button so that you get all the extra little bits of support and tools that I offer over there. Okay, today what we are talking about is the idea of re-engineering our weight loss. And I mentioned this last week in the podcast, I'm recording these on the same day, that I'd done a session inside the Platinum group that I offer, which is just a a very small, intimate group within Thrive Academy, about re-engineering what we're doing for our weight loss and really, really looking at the places where we might be feeling stuck and mining useful information out of it and then re-engineering how we're approaching that stuck thing so that it actually works for us. I get really excited about this, the idea of let's just meet ourselves where we're at. 
let's create solutions that actually really feel good and really work for you instead of always just trying to follow what people tell you to do really gets me excited because when we start doing this work, it changes everything. And if you can learn this skill of, I actually get to design things. I don't have to do it just because somebody else says it's what works. I can take information in, assess it if it's actually going to work for me in my life and redesign it or adjust it or make tweaks to make sure that it actually feels really, really good in my own life. When you learn that, it's super, super empowering because then you don't have to be afraid of stuff happening, right? You don't have to be afraid of failing or running into issues or, you know, those spots in your weight loss where you feel like the scale's not moving and you're frustrated with it or you feel like you're bored with the healthy food that you're trying to eat. All of those things that come up as common obstacles, if you feel empowered in your ability to engineer a solution to anything, well, then you can do anything. Like, I want you to just think about the freedom of that, of not having to worry, you know, what's going to happen if this happens or that happens, but instead being able to speak to yourself in the way of, you know, if that happens, then I'll figure out a solution for it. It's huge. And when I was working on my own weight loss, when I was preparing this episode, I was thinking, like, what was it that really helped me be successful. Because as a reminder, (laughs) I had so many years of not being successful or what I perceived as not being successful as what I perceived as failing over and over and over again. So many years. And so when I think about it, what changed? And there's a few things that changed. Number one is that concept that I was just talking about, about no matter what happens, I've got it. I'll figure it out, was huge. And that thought really, really helped me. Even at times I would be sitting in the drive-thru eating the French fries. And just by telling myself a different story about it, instead of being like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why do I always do this? I'm so out of control. I can't stop myself from eating these fries, which is stuff I I said to myself lots. I started saying, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. I'm choosing to eat these fries today and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out why I keep coming back to this. That really was a big shifting moment for me. And then the other piece is I think I really started to have more success when I stopped trying to jam myself into a box. You know, there's all these nicely labeled little boxes of like, if you're doing this program, this is what it looks like and you need to do this to be successful. And if you're doing this program and this program, and I always would do them, but end up feeling frustrated that they didn't actually understand my life. Very few people probably understand our life, especially back then when like I had young twins at home, I was working in the emergency department, I was doing obstetrics call, I was running an office. Very few people actually understand what that's like and the impact that it can have on your eating. And so anytime I tried to be fitting myself into a box, I would always end up feeling like just, I just can't make it work in my life. I can't make it work when I'm post-call. And once I stopped looking for the -the out-of-the-box solution, it really made a difference. When I started deciding, you know what, I'm going to find things that actually work for me. And I don't know if I was that intentional, like that conscious with that thought, but it's definitely the direction I started going. 
it was like, yeah, I think low carb is the answer, but how do I actually make that work in my life? And then the next thing is I started to get creative. I stopped accepting that it just had to look a certain way, that it just had to feel a certain way. And I started getting creative so I could feel the way I wanted to feel in my own weight loss. And that all of this stuff is kind of why I ended up designing Thrive Academy for Physicians, because I want you to be able to feel the same way, is to have those moments where you're like, oh, you know what? My partner was eating the chips beside me, and this time I just didn't even care. I wasn't bothered by it, and I didn't have to work to not eat them. Those moments are like so empowering and really help move you forward. And I want you to be able to have them. That's why I created the program. But so today we're going to talk about that, the concept of re-engineering, which really is what I was doing back then in my own life. And it is really what, at the core, what I help physicians do inside Thrive Academy is we don't take anything at face value. It's about figuring out how to re-engineer anything that you want to be doing so it works for you. So it gives you the experience that you want to be having. And what it means is if you can embrace this concept, it means you don't ever have to be stuck doing things you don't want to do. Because anything where you're like, I think this would work, but it doesn't feel good, you get to re-engineer it and figure out what will still work, but what will feel better. The core belief that I want you to consider, and I, I believe this 100%, I have no doubt about this, but it's because I've worked in this field for so many years and I've talked to so many people about eating and weight. I know for some of you, this feels like a new concept and may feel uncomfortable, but it is core to this process of re-engineering, is that for any issue, there are hundreds and thousands of potential solutions. I want you to just try that on because so much of what we've been taught to do in weight and eating has to do with restriction of like, oh, there's only, I have to do it this way, but I don't really like it, but I guess I still have to do it. That feeling and that doesn't feel good. Restriction is not sustainable. Nobody wants to freaking feel restricted their whole life. So instead, if you think, you know what, if I want to, if I want to overcome this issue with whatever it is, eating food in the evenings, which is super common, there's thousands of things I could do to overcome it. I want you to feel how much more abundant that feels in your body and how much like your shoulders just automatically drop and your your head just feels clearer. It doesn't feel like there's a band around it in the same way. And it just feels better. And if you picture, if you could feel that abundance moving forward with whatever you are doing around your eating or weight, what would the impact of that be? How much better would it feel? It's huge, right? So when you're thinking about re-engineering, you want to tap into that belief. If you're trying to re-engineer something and you think there's only one way to do it, guess what? You're going to be frustrated. But if you are trying to re-engineer something and you believe there are thousands of possible ways you could re-engineer it, you're going to come up with some interesting solutions and you're going to find one that works. No problem. It's not even going to take effort. But that belief is really, really core. So if you are struggling with this concept... Chances are it comes down to you're believing there's not, there's only one or two options and you don't want to do any of them (laughs) and you're trying to force yourself to do them and your brain's like, fuck you, I don't want to do it. So step number one 
that I want you to do as we go through this. And this is literally what I walked the Platinum members through last night. And I just think it's such a powerful tool to know how to do. And it's something that nobody else is ever going to teach you how to do this. So I wanted to share it with you guys too. But number one, I want you to just think of a specific area where you feel resistant. So often this will be something where you want to do something like you're like, okay, yeah, I should probably be doing that. And yet you just find you never do it or don't often do it or have to really fight yourself to do it. So a place where you experience resistance. Now, how we usually show up and handle this resistance is we usually just try and force ourselves through it, right? Like ignore the resistance, just push through, make it happen anyways. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. What I'm going to teach you is how to work with that resistance. So instead of like just trying to plow through it, you're going to dance with it. You're going to twirl across the dance floor a little bit and get to the other side together. You don't have to be on opposite sides of the resistance. And another way to think about it is this whole process is kind of like mediation between the part of your brain that has things it thinks we need to do to lose weight and the part of your brain that's like, but I don't actually want to do that. (laughs) What this process is, is a bit of mediation so we can bring those parts together so they're not fighting. They actually can kind of work together and move in the same direction. It's always easier if we can take that back and forth tug of war away and just have things in our brain align in the same direction. It will give you that sense of flow, that sense of ease that we don't often think about around weight and eating, and yet is totally possible, absolutely possible. So think about, pick something where you feel that resistance. Now I want you to think about what is that resistance about? And you can just touch base. You want to get the like the deep resistance, right? You don't want to be like the surface of our brains want to tidy stuff up for us all the time. So if it's just like, you're like, I just don't want to do it. I don't like that. You may notice your brain wanting to be like, oh, but it'll be fine. You just need to do it. And it might come up with a different thing. We want the real resistance. You may want to brainstorm this. (laughs) Let your brain have a tantrum about the thing you're trying to make it do. Let it come up with all sorts of complaints about it, just like what your kids would like to do when you tell them to do some chores. Let it listen to all of the complaints. Notice what the predominant ones are. You're going to use them. They're helpful. They're wisdom. This part of your brain has wisdom. Because if we are expecting ourselves to just push through and do things we don't actually want to do to be successful, it generally won't be successful long term. We have to be like, okay, it doesn't work for me if it's this, this, or this. Those are the resistance pieces. That just isn't going to work for me. So long term, we need to re-engineer to address those resistance points. We need to create solutions where those resistance points aren't an issue anymore. That's when it starts to become more sustainable. That's step two, is we start to look for solutions that address the resistance points. This is the re-engineering part. So examples I came up with, common one is doing meal prep is too hard. So the resistance point is that it's too hard, or maybe there's a resistance point about it taking too much time. 
anything. There can be lots of things like that, right? So what do we do? Well, then we need to find, if you think meal prep is an important piece of reaching your weight loss goals and staying there, then we need to find ways of doing it that doesn't feel as hard or doesn't take as much time. And so that might be being creative, looking at alternatives. Like, do you actually have to meal prep? Could there be alternatives that you don't need to be meal prepping? Is it the types of groceries you buy? Can you buy things where they're in more of a prepped state? Can you do the meal prep while you're cooking a meal? Does it have to be a separate thing? There's so many different things that you could do. Could you just plan on on those busy nights where you don't have time to meal prep and you don't want to be meal prepping? Could you just buy something pre-made that actually works for you? And what would those things be? What would they look like? There's so many different options. Those are just a few and you don't have to like choose those if this was your your issue that you chose. But ask yourself, what else could I do? How else could I get around it? Brainstorm as many as you can. The more you have, you might not choose to do all of them, but man, it feels good to have a whole bunch of different options to choose from. Number two example would be that exercising takes too much time, especially when we're busy. So then the re-engineering might be looking at what you're expecting yourself to do for exercise. Does it need to look that way? If you're expecting yourself to go to the gym to exercise and it feels like it takes too much time, do you actually want to always go to the gym? Or could there be options that you could do closer to home? If it feels like it's taking too much time, you can question, do I actually need to put that much time in? Or is it how I'm thinking exercise should look like with the physical activity guidelines that I just am setting myself up for like this ideal that I don't actually right now have time for? Is it possible that doing a smaller amount more consistently may have more of a benefit than occasionally getting the bigger amount done? Play with it. If it's that exercising that you don't like to exercise, then the re-engineering discussion needs to be around what do I like to do when I move my body? What forms of moving my body may actually feel fun and enjoyable to me? Not what do I think I should do if I want to lose weight? Another example would be, I don't want to eat salads all the time. Great. Super helpful information. But if you, you have in your head that to lose weight, you need to be eating salads all the time. And then you've got a piece of your brain where it's like, but I don't want to eat salads all the time. What you're going to find is you're going to be like, I should be eating a salad. And then you order the burger and fries. So having this information together can be super helpful because then you're like, okay, what would work for my body that isn't a salad? Or, you know, is it something about the salads I've been trying to get myself to eat that I don't actually want to eat? Am I putting stuff on there that I don't like? Could I add stuff to it that would make me enjoy it more, make me more excited about it? Do I need to change the flavors, the textures? Is it that the salad needs to be more satiating? Do I need to add more fats or more protein to the salad? You get to design. Or is it just you decide you're not a salad person and you never, ever plan a salad? Totally fine. You can lose weight without ever eating a salad. 100%. But then you get to figure out, okay, then what would it look like? What would work for me if I'm not eating salads? And I've always used salads as like a weight loss tool. Another example that I came up with is at the end of the day, I don't have the energy to cook. This comes a bit back to what we said about the meal prep, but great. If you know that about yourself and you know you can predict, there's a lot of days where you're not going to have energy to cook. 
then that's fantastic information to know. You can thank that piece of your brain that's been resisting it and be like, okay, thank you for giving me this information. What else could I do? Maybe it's you have more takeout, but you're, you really look at all the menus in your area and you figure out, okay, if I order these things, it works for me. Maybe it's when you do cook on a quieter day, you make sure you cook enough so there's more leftovers. So you, you can just eat leftovers. Maybe you look in your area and see if there's private chefs or the, if there's meal delivery services that actually deliver good tasting food. Maybe you use freezer meals. There's so many different options. Maybe you just eat eggs on those nights and you just make a good like breakfast for dinner meal. There's so many options that you could do. But the key here is identifying the resistance and honoring it. It's not wrong to resist doing something that you think you should be doing to lose weight. It's information. And when we can approach and re-engineer what we're doing, you are going to be way more successful. Okay, then number three. So once you've brainstormed and you figured out, okay, I think this is going to work for me, then we have to change how we're thinking about it because your mind will have a lot of practice thinking about it one way. And it's probably not going to be super helpful. (laughs) The way you've always thought about it is probably going to feel a little resisty because that's the way you've always thought about it. So because we've changed the action, we now need to also change how we think about it and choose a way of thinking about it that actually makes you feel good about taking that new action that you've designed for yourself. Like if it's the salad thing that we used, I think I have a thought that I only eat really delicious salads. So if I'm thinking about putting a salad on my menu, my thought is, okay, it needs to be a delicious salad. So then when I'm meal planning and I've put a salad on, it's like, it's a delicious salad because I don't put non-delicious salads on the menu. And then I don't have resistance about eating a salad. Really working on thinking, how can I think about this thing so it feels really abundant, it feels easy. You want to think about... How can I think about it so it feels the opposite of how it was feeling before? That's probably a really simple way to think about this. If it was feeling hard, how could I think about it now with how I've redesigned it so it feels easy or I remind myself that it's easy? If it felt restrictive before, how can I think about it now that I've redesigned it so it feels really comfortable? Thinking through how do you want to feel? How did it feel before? That way of feeling wasn't working to help you take the action. So how do you want to feel now? And then how can you think to create that feeling? And just think about that. Like if you can create solutions and work on thoughts around them. So what you're doing to lose weight feels fun, feels easy, feels super enjoyable, feels abundant, feels luxurious. Think about that. Like how much different your journey is going to feel when you focus on creating those experiences. And this tool that I just taught you, re-engineering things, is exactly how you create those experiences. And you deserve to have the experience that you want while you're working on your weight loss, right from the get-go. You don't have to wait until you hit a goal to have like a nice, enjoyable experience. Bullshit. You can have it now. Enjoy it now. And use tools like this to start creating it now. Okay, so going back through the the tips or the steps of that is number one, you think of the 
aspect of weight loss that you're finding difficult and you look for the resistance and you listen for the real resistance. You don't judge yourself for what the resistance is. It's all valid. Number two is you look for solutions that honor the resistance. This is the re-engineering part. Brainstorm as many as you can because there are always thousands that you can choose. And then number three, you work on thinking, okay, now how can I think differently about this now that I have a solution that really fits with all the resistance that came up? How can I think differently about it to make it feel really good? Okay, any questions or comments, send me an email, info at Weight Solutions for Physicians. Remember to head over to Instagram and follow me at Dr. Siobhan Key, D-R-S-I-O-B-H-A-N-K-E-Y. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.